Welcome, guys, back to the Grateful Living Podcast. Today, I'm thankful to have Gabriel Orama with me today. Gabe works as a global marketing manager for a big life sciences corporation and also recently completed his MBA. Before we get, you know, started, I just want to say, you know, I don't know how I'll brand this, um, whether it will be a regular Grateful Living episode or if it will theoretically be which is what I'm thinking, part of a series I call something to the effect of how I improved my mental health um, and then, you know, have the the, the name of the guests that I have. Um, if I do it the second way, I just want it on the record. I want to give credit to Gabe uh, for helping <laughs> with the idea. Um, a couple, I think a week ago or so, About I week, put up yeah. Yeah, on my Facebook story that... Uh, I was struggling to come up with vlog ideas, and he said he suggested the idea of uh, talking about how therapy or mental health treatments have helped people. Um, so, if I end up doing it that way, Gabe, thank you so much. And my uh, pleasure. <laughs> and if I do end up doing it that way, if you um, or you know someone um, that has received treatment and gotten better and would be open to having that conversation, um, obviously, please feel free to reach out to me. You can count on that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so getting that announcement out of the way, Gabe, thank you so much for for joining me. Yeah, happy to be with you. Awesome. So, you know, I guess, you know, for the people that don't know you, uh, why don't you set the scene a little bit, you know, take us back to... The beginning, where you grew up, your family situation, you know, what type of kid you were, things like so that. I, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I was, I, you know, I'm 33. So, uh, so I lived uh, for 27 years in the island, uh, grew up speaking Spanish and English. Uh, but I, I like Puerto Rico is like, you know, trop, like it's the tropics, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of dancing, a lot of, a lot, a lot of that stuff. Uh, but I was always super, super shy with all of it. Um, so it, it was funny, but to me, I always felt like, how is everyone happy and dancing and all that all the time, you know? So, uh, obviously when you're little, you just, you're just scared. You don't, you don't associate it with anything. So it all started like that and, uh, through elementary and, in high school, I, uh, um, I was very, very nervous. I barely spoke. I had a couple of friends, uh, but it was, I was mostly a quiet kid. Um, and, uh, my mother helped me, helped me with like my assignments and stuff, because honestly, I, I was not good at it. Um, and, uh, it, you know, from like 10th grade and on, you know, high school got a little better and all that. But overall, I was always like, I always felt different. I always felt that, that um, I always felt dumb and uh, ugly and all that. I was like, I am, yeah, I'm clearly like I'm supposed to be in some other group or something. Um, and, uh, you know, I put, I went to, I went to school. I did a bachelor's degree in business, uh, barely, uh making it because you know it it, you know if you look at my transcripts from that time it's like like c c c c c and and every and it's and those c's were were with me just 
like trying as hard as possible you know like yeah this was me literally staying up and doing all this stuff that usually you see people with a's getting you know i was i was just doing it to get like a 71 just give me over that seat so i did that and uh I, it, the goal was always i don't I, i wouldn't say the goal but um law is big in my dad's side of the family so i was always like exposed to that um and uh i wanted to go to law school and i i took the tests three times two of those times i actually got like tutoring and i never got over 131 which is a terrible score i think like i i think when uh like when you take like a medium or something it's like 150 it's like it's like the average of people come going into school so i was way behind that um After that, I, uh, you know, I've always been creative. I wrote short stories when I was in elementary school and uh, uh, watched a lot of movies and tried to, like, draw and all that. So I got into a uh, postgraduate uh, program for uh, journalism. And, uh, and that was pretty good because it helped me, you know, take the creativity and kind of, like, put it, put it into, like, a professional way. Um, and... And after after that, I worked I worked at at a couple of agencies, and then I finished as a, as like an an advisor to a politician at the time in uh, digital communications. It was a very interesting job, but it was not for me. And uh, actually, that's when I made the decision that I wanted to explore what was out at the island. I had never gone to I had never left the island for over 10 days before that. Wow. So uh, so I applied to like 500 jobs one one company said yes and i'm still here uh six years on third position awesome. though um yeah. and uh and i think it, and it was two years ago i decided to go back to school to get my mba and at first i was barely making it but um you know when i say barely making it i mean i was it, it was like i felt like i was trying so hard to just get by again in my 30s um so that's when i decided like i there's like i should just get some help like why is this why is it so hard for me to just pay attention honestly like i was pissed at myself and uh, i started going to therapy um twice a month and uh and just talking um just and just letting some frustrations out and all that and and um through the therapist and my pcp they said hey you you clearly have some concentration problems why don't we uh why don't we get you in a you know we make an assessment and indeed i had like super adhd and i recently got medicated like and i have to say like between therapy and medication not just for concentration but for depression too because this is a whole I don't want to say the word cocktail because it always sounds bad, but it sounds, yeah. it's, it's, it's a recipe, you know, it, you don't just work one aspect, you have to work a couple. And, uh, and, and that's, that's the key to starting to like get your life. I don't, I wouldn't say on track because, you know, I wasn't doing bad. I just, I, I was just not reaching where I wanted to get. And uh, once you start, once you start seeing things a little bit more clearly, like, Not only your work performance uh, gets better, but or your school performance, but your relationships uh, 
get better or clearer. Like you see the people that you maybe looked at in a weird way and you're like, wait a second, why was I always scared of this guy or pissed at this guy? This guy hasn't done anything to me. You know, yeah. oh my God, he's a good guy. And then sometimes, and sometimes the opposite, you know, sometimes you have, fr you have friends that are like, oh my God, this guy really didn't care about me. <laughs> even when yeah. I, even when I was like in my, in my worst moments. So, uh, so yeah, like it makes things clearer. I'd, sorry, I've talked a lot. Or, or, or no, ask me a question, man. <laughs> no, 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 that was, that was really good introduction. Um, you know, I think one of the interesting things that you said is, is you started therapy at 32. I'm curious, you know, that's obviously a decision that most people don't take that decision, right? That's like, you know, if you're on your couch and should I go to the gym or not, right? It's the heart, like, and it, but once you go to therapy, it's almost like you're already at the gym. Let's just, it's like you started sweating on. already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, let's just get on the, the treadmill or whatever. What, how, how did you get over that hump? What was the incentive? What made you go, despite the stigma associated with it? I think this might be helpful. A bunch of a bunch of Google searches, first of all, because <laughs> I would type, you know, when you type symptoms into WebMD, although no one should do that because everyone will, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, I read a lot of blogs and uh, and also the ecosystem is better now in the sense that therapy is more accepted. So every now and then you'll see maybe a guy or, or, or a friend or, or a celebrity, which you never, which you always saw as this solid person saying, Hey, I, I, you know, I'm starting to go to therapy because I have these issues. And you're like, wait a second. I thought this guy's life was perfect, you know? And uh, so that's, that. those are a couple of the, the uh the seeds that were placed on me and uh and I, yeah like i it i did my I, it, it came from me and also like the fact that it was the 2010s uh that it was a little bit more accepted and uh and yeah i just that that's how i made the decision i'm sorry if i confused you man <laughs> no 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 i mean did you have a breaking point or you just it was oh a yeah there was a breaking point um it was uh i felt overworked at one point overworked and uh in a way that i started every you know you look at everyone at work and you associate them associate them with you being overworked and it's like why am i so mad right now i don't want to be like this and then when you get home you're alone and you start you start feeling sad and so it it was like I just don't want this anymore. I wanna I wanna fix this, and that's how I started going to therapy, and uh, it's been great. How was your uh, you know first initial times at therapy? You know, did you have you changed or have you stayed with the same person? I have first the first times I say that I I think the first, you just at first you 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 see it as like meeting up with a with a new friend and you're you're just giving giving them a live story um and as you give that live story suddenly it's like you start answering your own questions but the but through the therapist because it's like 
you're like, hey, I, I, I just have this fear of authority, which is something that I used to have a lot. And, uh, you know, I did have, and eventually, like, as I was talking and got to, hey, I had very strict parents, you know, that were old school. And it's like, wait a second. Oh, I can see some connection, some connection there. So it's, uh, it's suddenly like a, wow, kind of moment. Oh my God. I always thought that, 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 that had stayed in the past, but it actually is something that literally affects me every single day. And, uh, you through therapy, you start talking about it and discussing it deeper and deeper until you can finally at least accept that that happened and it's in the past the people who maybe were involved were not trying to do any anything bad they were just trying to be uh pro-discipline let's call it that and uh, and you you make peace you make peace and 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 that's and i think that's that's one of the best things that therapy has brought me peace man mental peace I can sleep at night, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The, the the second part, you know, having the ADHD. Um I'm curious, you know, as you look back, I mean, I, I don't know if you agree with this, but it's probably safe to say you probably had it you know, in your teens. In my you know, teens, in my, I think in my, yeah, before that even, because yeah. there are, I couldn't get things. I just didn't get them. I was like, how this doesn't, like, how are, and, and, you know, when you play video games with your friends when you're little, you see them excelling and you're like, what is this? I'm doing exactly the same. We have the same brain. What is this? And it's, it, it starts there and, uh, and eventually if if it's not treated or at least control it's not i mean you treat it but it, it like at least put it under control then it's it's as you grow up it starts affecting other aspects of your life and um and let's put this out there the fact that i have adhd doesn't mean that everyone has to be has to have pity on me you know so and that is something that that uh sometimes when we are so depressed or have ADHD we're so concentrated on ourselves you think oh my god but I am sick why like why don't you accept me and it's like yeah yeah like but you're supposed to work on that yourself the reality is that it has to start from you like if you're noticing a pattern of in your life of people calling out several things ask yourself don't be so just ask yourself maybe these people actually have some have like arrows observing something that i that i'm not um and when you go to therapy and when you start treatment and all those things start getting a little clearer and one of the things i've done uh has been <laughs> telling people hey do you know five years ago i was kind of a i was kind of an a-hole to you um i was not in a good place i was sick and uh and I want you to know that I'm sorry for that. And uh, it, it feels good. And the people appreciate it. They really yeah. are They're like, wow, oh, my God, man. Yeah, it was all, I've always thought you were so you were always so cranky all the time. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I guess, you know, for maybe a parent watching or even an adult uh, that's maybe not even aware that they might have it. For you, were there any like as you look back in hindsight, were there telltale signs where you should have been like, 
this is a point where maybe I should have gotten an evaluation. Oh yeah, probably. Probably in I think eighth grade should have been like the point in which it was like, okay, this guy, this kid, he's clearly not dumb, but he is. He has a like he's taking like longer to get things. Mm -hmm. So probably you know because I remember eighth grade was the first time I had to take summer school. I remember Um, summer school for like English class. That it that if you think about it, it's like that's like the most. I mean, no, every subject is different, but right. And and honestly, yeah, I'm I'm I was born in Puerto. I lived in Puerto Rico, you know, so English is my second language. But I remember being like, how did I get here? I was so good at this, you know, in an elementary when my mother was helping me study. So, mm. um, yeah, I think if, if I think at that age, if I would have gotten like treatment, it would things would have probably gone smoother. We can say that, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. This is a really tough question, but <laughs> you know, what? How would you change if you could decide or design the education system? I you think know, for it, kids that deal with ADHD, in terms of, I don't know, like teaching them or study skills. Um, how would you change the system and how I we... would I would I would probably get rid of many of these standardized standardized tests to be honest I I think it's it's a big mistake to put everyone into some mold and if they don't get you know x score they do not qualify to be successful in life you know I think that's one of the things that has to be addressed intensely and also look a lot of us and and assuming a world in which standardized testing testing continues um i think people who who are diagnosed with some type of of this of learning disability should should at least should be given other means to show their their talents like look i've always been bad at math but i've always been a good a very good creative writer so you know and and it doesn't mean that i it doesn't mean that i am going to write you know star wars episode 10 to get into law school but i but you it could say hey let's post this situation eval think about how you would address this problem and describe it in in two in in two pages or something you're literally uh counting on the talents of that person to deliver the message not giving them four options and to select i think that would be a that that to, that would have helped me a lot <laughs> growing up to be honest yeah 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 i you know obviously now you know whenever this gets published you know people are now going to know this about you i'm curious have you since you've known you've had adhd or depression have you been embarrassed about saying it in public <laughs> spaces or, you know, I guess, I, well, that's awesome. I guess for people that might be, you know, do you have any pieces of advice on bringing it up with friends or family or even if you feel comfortable, coworkers? Yeah. And, and one of the reasons I like if people ask, I mean, I don't want to, you know, just 
get like a, you know, a, a, a card and show I have depression and anxiety. You know? so, <laughs> um, but um, if it comes up, I am very open about it, mostly because um, depression and ADHD and anxiety, they don't have, they don't, they don't make your face look like you're sick. It's like, it's like drug addiction. You know, like whenever they, whenever this war on drugs, they show ads of someone who has the skin all screwed up and stuff. You know what? The majority of drug addicts don't even look like that. They are functioning people who go to work. Yeah. That and uh, and the and I like to I like to present myself as like, hey, dude, I I go to therapy even though I'm not sad right now, and I take medication for focus and all that because I had that issue and I wouldn't be successful nowadays if i wouldn't have taken care of that so i implore people to be like to to be like i you know talk to your friends like man i feel like i'm depressed do you think i should go to therapy do that that's one of the that's one of the easiest things to do that's one of the that's one of the that's one of the jumping jumping off points like ask your friends man i feel so sad do you think there's anything bad in my life right now that could cause me to be this sad because if someone says, man, I don't know, you have a good job, you have a girlfriend, an apartment, then you're like, okay, I think I should go see a therapist because I cannot see what's making me sad, but I'm still feeling sad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious, you know, you don't necessarily need to give us details, but, you know, when approaching relationships, especially in adulthood, is that something you've, you know, told your your partner that you know i i deal with adhd yeah my my partner she she is a very open-minded person when it comes to mental health she's a physician assistant who who works at a psychiatric hospital and before even before going to school she had been in the psych uh space so uh at least you know where i'm at right now you know i'm in a relationship in which mental health is the top priority if not or at least one of the top three yeah before maybe we could there could be before i wouldn't i don't want to get into that but right now i can tell you i i feel very i feel happy with having someone who who also discusses her own mental health with me you know this is it's a partnership man yeah no that's awesome um well gabe was there was there anything i mean i guess with the title being, you know, how I've improved my mental health. I mean, is there anything else that you want to say about, you know, the things that you've taken to improve your mental health or? Obviously there's medication and, the, and there's therapy, but at, like, I have to say once there, there are little things that uh, everyone enjoys. And sometimes you don't know that you enjoy it. Like I have to say ever since, I um I started treating myself. Suddenly, I am pruning plants around the house, and suddenly I'm like reading about gardening, uh, or and I'm I'm brewing beer. Suddenly, it's like, and before, like my life was, I go to work or go to school and go home and play video games and have a drink or whatever. Now I look forward to being done with work so I can see how my mint is doing, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And those are things that I wouldn't be able to appreciate if I hadn't been uh, treated for mental health. Yeah. yeah. 
I think one other thing you had said off off camera, but that was really valuable is it's a continual process. Yes. It never, never ends. And just cause you know, you got, you know, prescribed a medication doesn't mean suddenly everything's going to get fixed. Not a magic pill that does not exist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's like mental health doesn't stop at, I feel happy or it doesn't stop at, Oh, I can suddenly concentrate on work or it doesn't stop as I'm not feeling anxious anymore. That's when actually you have to be like, all right, this is how I want to stay. And, uh, and I have to continue this and you have to, you have to talk to your, like, even if you try to, if you don't think anything's going wrong with you and you're going into your therapist appointment, start talking, something's going to come up and you know what? And, 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 and that's how you continue mental health because like we got to this this point because we did not pay attention or ask ourselves any questions of what was going on here so now that you are i say woke it's not the word it's not the word that applies here but yeah now that you yeah. are you are More awake, aware yeah like you are aware it's like all right let's let's make sure this doesn't happen again and yeah, like that's it's it's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, Gabe, I I just want to acknowledge you. I I thank you. Um, hopefully, I can. This is the first of uh, you know, several people. As I said, uh, anybody else that wants to talk about their journey, you know, obviously, Grateful Living started uh, because I lost a friend to suicide, and you know, I think part of the reason. Uh, unfortunately that we lost him was because he struggled on his own and um, you know mental health was seen as you're crazy and and things of that nature so you know Gabe I thank you uh, tremendously uh, for sharing your story for being open about it and um, possibly uh, you know helping someone else out there that deals with ADHD anxiety or depression uh, if someone wants to contact you, is that possible? Yeah, they can just send me an email, gabrieljorama at gmail.com, and I'll be, I'll be happy, to, happy to be in touch. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gabe, for being on. Thanks, Arnav. Pleasure to be Appreciate with you. It.